feminine hijinks where we're here to reinvent that other side of 40 with sass. And some crass. And a, a whole lot, lot of kicking kick ass. Woo-woo. <laughs> I'm Angie Bailey. And I'm Susie Schubert. And on this episode, we're doing a complete 360, celebrating <laughs> Christmas with the Ingalls family. Aww. We're going to Walnut Grove, y'all. Aww. Aww. We need a collective aww. Aww. And so to get us in the sappy holiday spirit, we rewatched Christmas at Plum Creek from the very first season of Little House on the Prairie. (laughs) And so last week we were with the Zodiac Killer, (laughs) and this week we're talking about Baby Carrie's tinfoil star. (laughs) (laughs) Did you, did you like, I'm just going to mention this now because... I was never more annoyed with her than I was in this episode. Oh my god, that is hilarious. There were she so always annoys many. me. She I know it's bad yeah, to be yeah, annoyed yeah, with yeah, the- yeah. Yeah, it's anno- it's bad to be annoyed by a child. <laughs> but she did get 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 Like I don't understand what the frick she's saying half the time. And then Paul's like, Oh, that's a great idea, Carrie. I know. Like what? <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> She's terrible. Oh my oh gosh. My she's God. not, I mean, she's getting right up there with Cousin Oliver and Scrappy Doo for me, I'm telling you. Yeah, and she's in there from the very beginning. <laughs> she's the, the little house usurper right from the she beginning. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so, so funny. So anyway, yeah, so I know I'm excited to talk about this and Susan and I are working on a little house project together on the Yay. side that we hope we can tell you more details about soon, but it's um yeah, it's kind of a, a book situation. It is a book situation. And so our homework is basically to watch these episodes and take notes and things like that. So so it's funny, you know, and we both reached that moment at the same time where we're like, we need a break from Little House. Like, <laughs> it's great and all, but, you know, so it was fun t- to revisit this episode again and to just, you know, mm-hmm. I remember watching it back in the day. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and it wasn't the one with Mr. Edwards that I was thinking of. Oh, no, no. That he wasn't. Was a... I don't think he was there yet at that point no i don't think he was either i don't think he was either but i'll tell you what posture did sweat a lot and he didn't even have Lumi, did he he had nothing (laughs) i know that guy sweats whether it's uh christmas time summertime (laughs) whether it's christmas time but the leaves are fully green on the trees and there's (laughs) fake snow all over the ground it's a sweater for all seasons (laughs) Did you see what? Did you see when Ma and uh, and Mary were ironing his shirts? And you know, Mary found that shirt that had the hole in it, and she's like, "And that shirt was dirty AF, and it had been through the wash. It was ready to be ironed. It was full of holes, and I'm sure the pit stains. I'm sure." It's like, look at these pit stains. This guy needs a new shirt. It was probably the pits that wore a hole because he wasn't wearing Lumi. Because <laughs> they're toxic. <laughs> like toxic sweat. Toxic pits. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. Levin Verbena is just not going to do it. It's not going to help not the situation. <laughs> he needed to go to femininehijinkspodcast.com, click on the Lumi, order up some Lumi. He might have been into the free drawing. For some free loomy. You know, it would, get, it would get to his house like in three months by Pony Express. <laughs> <laughs> 
you to enter the time machine in order to get to the future, and that's what he would bring back, Lumi deodorant. You know, he'd be dodging the turds in the hot tub time machine. <laughs> Carrie's turds. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Ah, so yeah, so like, uh, I feel website. like we need to write a mashup of like uh, <laughs> hot tub time machine and the Ingalls. <laughs> oh my oh god. god. That is not the surprise that we're working on, but I think that's a really good There's so many opportunities. Oh, so seriously, the first thing that struck me watching that episode was the snow on the ground that was strategically placed in clumps mm-hmm. all around Plum Creek. And then, but yet the trees <laughs> were fully green and yes, full of green leaves. <laughs> yes. It was almost, it was supposed to be December, yet they oh. filmed that shit in Southern California. So how are how are they gonna expect to to make that happen? They just think that people are just gonna look at it and not notice. And maybe people that don't live up north look at it and don't notice. Yeah. But we're we're wise to that. We are. And probably back then we didn't notice either because, you know, things have gotten much more sophisticated since they were back then. So Yeah, yeah. You know, we probably For just sure. didn't didn't think much about it but that is the very first thing that I noticed it just started laughing to myself like oh my god and the wind was blowing I mean it was it was probably the Santa Ana winds to be honest it was probably like 100 degrees and did you notice how cold it was yet Pa left the door to the the barn open did you notice that part no When, when the girls ran out to the barn when he was working on the wagon wheels and they knocked on the door and then they came in and he's like oh it's cold girls we better get back in the house and he put his arm around them and they walk through the door and they left the barn doors open oh poor bunny is gonna freeze to death i know i know (laughs) what in the world that's just some that's just some bad stage direction oh my god well speaking of carrie and like all i could think of was like there there was a point in the beginning of the episode where pa lights a match and she's sitting on his lap and she has him blow out the match and she literally like spits right in his face <laughs> and she blows that match out and all i could think of is a the food that she always has in her mouth at all times on that show oh. and then all i could think of was covid like i am so like jumpy about covid it's like oh my god she just blew in his face <laughs> Oh, oh my seriously, god! I do that all the time watching TV. I know, isn't it funny? Uh, it it's is. sad, and it feels like forever ago that we were able to stand like that. Next I to know. People. I get so wistful when I see people talking together, hanging out together. I'm just like, remember when we could do that? I know. Oh. Seriously, and I think I am going to be more um, conscious of people's germs. This page totally. that I was on, that I'm on on Facebook, this Gen X page. Some people were saying, I'm going to I'm going to wear a mask all the time now, even when it's done, especially like if I'm sick or oh, totally. if I have a cold or whatever. I think the um, uh, the stigma of wearing a mask for for most of us is done now. It's like not a big deal. Because I remember the first time I put it on to go, I oh, felt yeah. a little felt self-conscious. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's like, who cares? I'll put a mask on. Right. It's just mm-hmm. part of what you wear when you're putting everything on. Yeah. Right. Um, right. But I was thinking, we I guess we should probably like kind of just go over the synopsis yes. of the show. Yes. 
Is it, hey, it's, Sarah, a, it's a sweet show. Haven't watched it. It is a sweet show. I may have shed a tear or two. You did when they were opening presents? Like at the very end. Yeah. yeah with, that was with good. Laura. I don't know. Yeah. Are we going to have spoilers and tell people what happens? I don't know. I'm thinking we, most people have probably seen it. They they have. And if they haven't, it's not like, oh, you know, this <laughs> you is the, it the hottest show on right now. So <laughs> no spoilers. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, so basically, I mean, the whole thing is just about their first Christmas that they moved when they moved into Plum Creek and built their little house. And so they all want it to be extra special. And they're all trying to figure out what they're going to get each other on very limited funds. And actually, I kind of love how that is very um, fitting for today because a lot mm-hmm. of us, you know, we're, we're not having the funds that we've had because of COVID and everything. We have to be a little more careful. So it was fun watching them be creative and, mm-hmm. you know, think about the different things that they were going to do for each other. And reminded me also of how simple and delighted people were with just the simple things. I like that <laughs> damn necklace gift. that Carrie got that necklace. I'm like, what the hell is me? Ma- <laughs> it looked like it was one of those macaroni necklaces. Remember those? <laughs> Which is great if you get it from your kid. But if my it husband is. gave me that, I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh my gosh. It, oh my but- God. Well, the, I think the sweet part is that they were like trying to be very secretive because everybody wanted to, you know, do something special. And then there were a couple of crossovers where Mary and Ma that. wanted to, to pick out the same fabric to make Pa a flannel shirt with. And they and Mary got a job at the local seamstress to earn the money and to make the top there. Yeah. The top, the blouse there. And then Pa's <laughs> blouse. <laughs> That's, that's that's one of the episodes. One of the lost episodes. <laughs> oh my god. Paul's boss. But anyway, so the, then then there's the situation with Ma's stove that she wanted. The situation. The situation. We're in the situation room with Ma's stove. <laughs> And she wanted it, but it was seven dollars and eighty-seven cents. I know nobody it was had like- that kind of money. <laughs> I know, I know. And it was so sweet. Like when, you know, Pa opened Mary's gift first and saw that it was the shirt. And then Pa was like, holy shit, that's the exact same thing I did. (laughs) But she was sweet enough to hide it behind the tree so it wouldn't ruin Mary's like happiness of giving that to her to Pa. Exactly. If I were Pa, I would have been like, okay, Ma, where's my gift from you? I know. I thought of that. I'm like, oh, okay, somebody. there's a, there's somebody missing here. But then <laughs> I thought too, like eventually she could give him the shirt and he could just have two of the same shirts of course. and whatnot. And, um, and every time Mary sees it, it's like, no, it's the same shirt, Mary. Really? It is. <laughs> well, no. she'll be blind soon and won't be able to oh, tell no. anyway. <laughs> she won't. He needs a couple anyway if he's going to get in the hot tub time machine. The poop exactly. tub time machine. <laughs> he's going to need him when he goes back to the early 90s in Seattle to the grunge scene. He's going to need that extra flannel. <laughs> when he's getting his, a tear in his eye at the Nirvana concert. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah. So what happens is, well, explain the situation about the stove with... um. 
with half pint and um, and <laughs> paw. Well, it's sweet because they all go into town and they're walking around the one store that they have to look at to see if they can get ideas and watch what each other is kind of eyeing to see mm-hmm. if they can see what they want for Christmas. And, of course, Ma has her eye on this expensive $7 stove. <laughs> and, <laughs> God, she's such a gold digger. She's totally... <laughs> God. And... Um, so both Pa and uh, Laura notice she's looking at that, and they both get these grand ideas on how they can get the money to get that for her. And it's actually really sad because Laura ends up selling her beloved horse, Bunny, to Mr. Olson so he can give that to Braddy Nellie, who wants the horse. Mm-hmm. And so she can get have the money or trade it for the stove, which mm-hmm. is just the sweetest and then but it's funny because then pa comes in and does makes these wagon wheels (laughs) (laughs) that he can trade for the stove and mr olsen is just like uh they've already been sold or it's already been sold he's like well i don't care i want to order another one (laughs) poor mr olsen i'm sure he was just like what do i do (laughs) losing sleep over it But it's very cute because, you know, the stove gets delivered. Of course, Ma thinks that Pa did it. Pa thinks it's the one he ordered. And then it comes out that Laura, it was the one from Laura because that was the card that came on it. And then they and then Mr. Olson shows up with Nellie to pick up the horse, which was the saddest thing ever. Yes. And then, of course, Laura's crying in the end. But you realize she's not crying over the loss of her beloved horse. She's crying because Pa had made her a saddle for the horse. And she felt like he would be disappointed because she couldn't use this gift that he made her. Yeah. Oh, so that's what got me. I was like, that was just so sweet. Those kids were way too good. They are very (laughs) good kids. They are very good kids and always with a smile on their face. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I I thought it was very sweet. And I um, also thought, well, anything with animals always makes me cry, except for the rabbit raccoon. But (laughs) But at the beginning, like when you see Nellie wanting to ride Bunny and, you know, asking, can you sell me this horse and everything? I was like, uh, I remember the first time I saw it thinking, this is not going to end well. Oh, I know. Because you know that she's just not going to be as sweet to that horse as Laura is. And she doesn't deserve it, to be perfectly honest. No, she doesn't. And she'll be sick of it after a week. She won't want anything to do with it. No. no. Well, speaking of animals, what about Pa snowshoeing out to go kill that turkey? (laughs) And they that did was the, like a whole scene. It was a whole scene, and they like panned out, like real, like a, it looked like that scene from Fargo, movie, the Fargo movie, when they like pan out, and you see like all the the trees or into and the, the wild. Yes, yes, and and you and he comes back with that freaking turkey over his. I know. Shoulder I felt and, sad for the turkey. That looked a little too real. It did look a little too real. And it's so. like here, Ma, have fun with this. Yeah, he's like, just pass me the wild turkey, and I'm all right. <laughs> Here's my question, too. In all this time that Laura's making this trade and everything, doesn't anybody wonder where Bunny is? Yeah, I don't know. Is it the rest of the family? Because anytime anybody brings up anything, well, you know, this isn't the time for questions. This isn't the time for questions. (laughs) (laughs) Laura's like, 
I'm being stalked by some creepy guy downtown. This isn't the time for questions, Laura. Could be part of a Christmas gift. It could be. Oh my god, maybe Bunny got it in the hot tub time machine. Poop tub Oh, God. <laughs> yes. And then the star. So Carrie wants this tin star, tinfoil star, because Pa was talking about what the meaning of Christmas was and pointed out the star in the sky. But she only had a penny and the star cost five pennies. So Mr. Olson, of course, being the upstanding fellow that he is, said, no, this is mismarked. It's really just one penny. Oh, well, it's a good thing she ran into him instead of Mrs. Olson. She would have been, it's 10 cents for you, little brat. Seriously. (laughs) And at that point, I would be on Miss Olson's side. (laughs) I would. I'd be like, that's right, Carrie. Shell it out. (laughs) But did you you notice there was that moment of sort of uh, where Pa got the dig in about the eggs? No, what eggs? When uh, when Ma came to uh, either sell the eggs or buy eggs or whatever, and oh. they were on the store. And, oh, uh, yeah. And, and she was talking about how the price of everything had gone up because it's Christmas time. And he's like, well, how about eggs? And she's like, no, 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 no. Those are the same. Yeah. Because she didn't want to have to pay Ma more for the eggs. Exactly. Because she'd mark them up. So I thought that was a fun little in the know for those that watch it often, the ongoing egg saga. Right, right. And mm-hmm. I love how Pa always secretly gets his digs in, even though, you know, it's not very Christianly. <laughs> it is not very Christianly, but he was he's always in there. Yeah. He's always in there and he's always making Ma laugh too. Cause Ma's a little uptight. She's uptight, but then he says those things and she's like, tee hee hee. I know. <laughs> yeah, she's ready to throw him down in that hay bed. Oh, my God. Totally. A little Christmas surprise. Well, guess what they got for Christmas. Bow, chicka, bow. Oh, I do love how the dog got a gingerbread cookie for a present. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that was, was kind of cute. They wrapped it up for him and they gave him a gingerbread cookie. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so in general, I am I was very pleased with this episode, even though it's the episode that Carrie's really irritated me the most. But the storyline, I thought, was very sweet and... Um, and I, I just, I don't know, I enjoyed it. And, I, and it hadn't been that long since I saw it. I mean, a couple months ago, maybe yeah. in the summer. I don't remember. But uh, yeah, so it kind of got me wanting to watch a little more Little House, if I'm honest with myself. If I'm honest. Well, you know, and it is true. Let's With any of those shows, some episodes you just love and other episodes you're like, well, that was kind of weird or that was boring. They fall so- that in. Yeah. So I have to say, this is one of my favorite Little House episodes. I thought Mm -hmm. it was clever the way that they, again, went all about behind each other's back and plan these things. And it was just very sweet and definitely got you in that mode of, you know, what the holidays are supposed to be all about. So I thought it was very, very, very sweet. So did you watch any other Christmas thing like this when you were a kid? Was there any other... Like, I, I remember watching The Waltons Christmas. Oh, I hated The Waltons. <laughs> I did not like The Waltons at all. I you thought did. it was boring AF. <laughs> oh, and the other night I was yelled to the kids, good night, John Boy. And I think they were like, what? <laughs> she John Boy? Is that some rapper? Yeah. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> oh, my God. That reminds me. Vivian gave me a rapper name the other day. She called me a little nap. 
little nap? Yeah, because I said I was going to go take a nap. She goes, Aww. I'm going to take a little nap. She goes, that's your rapper name, Mom. Little nap. Kind of like I that. I love that. That's nice. <laughs> it could be worse. It could be a lot worse coming from your dear daughter. Yes, yes. <laughs> exactly. We... um. I mean, I really, I love the holiday episodes of all my favorite TV shows. And, you know, they could be anything, different strokes, you know, Brady Bunch, like any, anything that had a Christmas episode, those were always my favorite. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. But then like, you know, Charlie Brown was always on every year and you had to catch it and you had to sit through commercials and it was just, I mean, that one and uh, Rudolph. Yes. Rudolph's uh, my favorite OG. For I sure. love Rudolph. And was her name Clarice? Is that his little lady's name? Yeah. There's uh-huh. always tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, Rudolph's like, Clarice. <laughs> There's another mashup. There is and of course, mashup. now we watch it and laugh so hard at like how sexist the whole thing is. This is men's work. It is, yes, yes. Oh. So, yeah. So, we, I mean, those are like the classics and the Grinch and, you know, all that stuff that yeah. we watched with the kids. And, I mean, it's just, it's But fun. weren't there, it's like, TV specials, too? Like, I feel like the Waltons was a special, like, two-hour thing or something. And it had a scary doll in it. I remember that. I don't really oh remember a lot of that. But I remember some kind of scary doll. But wasn't there, like... <laughs> H.R. Puffin stuff special or I don't know like well do you remember last year um or two years at some point we talked about the Star Wars Christmas with oh, uh, Shannon right. and we were gonna go and somehow mm-hmm. we weren't able to go the first year and then of course COVID but I think yeah, yeah around here every year they play that Star Wars mm-hmm. special and they take toy donations and stuff yeah yeah and yep. I was and excited because I, I yeah I hadn't either so mm-hmm. when things get back kicked up again, we'll have to go do that. Yes, definitely. So yeah, so that's I mean, I just in nowadays, I a Christmas story vacation. We just watched uh, Christmas Vacation the other night, and of course Mitchell, the no, Mystery you. Science Theater, which is which is our Christmas <laughs> Eve delight. And I then, don't remember. Did that have anything to do with Christmas, or you it just was watched all it during Christmas? It was. Well, I don't even remember yeah. that. It's so funny. Mi- yeah, Mitchell's talking to the mob guy, and he's his Christmas tree's behind him. Oh, and, that's right. And the guys are like saying, like Mitchell's saying, "Do you open your gifts on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day?" <laughs> like he's just, all these stupid Christmas things that they're like feeding him. While oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Scene. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, and then, that's uh, funny. Uh, yeah, the, so that's elf. that's what we want. Elf. Oh god, we love Elf. Yeah, yeah that's probably that's a good one. Our family fave, as far as a newer movie goes, uh-huh. definitely. Yeah, how about and, you? Um, yeah, I mean, just all the ones you mentioned, and of course, A Christmas Story. Did you say that already? You yes. shoot your eye out, kid. Yeah. I saw that in the movie theater when it came out. You did? And oh, my gosh. And when I was in seventh grade, I was like 13. I think it was 83. And my oh, friend, funny. My friend and I had seen the commercial, and we both had like a really wacky sense of humor, and um we're like, oh, this is totally up our alley. We're going to get our parents to drop us off at the mall. Oh, I we're love totally that. We're totally going to watch this. And we did. And it was so good. And how crazy that it became this classic. And they used to play it when before COVID at the Riverview Theater in South Minneapolis every Christmas. And we went last year. Oh, how fun. And then um, a few years ago, my family went too. So it's just, and it's fun to sit there with all these other families. Yeah, and yeah. it's all like parents our age. 
And the kids like either seeing it for the first time or like um, watching it again because now it's a family classic and yeah. All that. So yeah, it's totally fun. There Next is- year. Yeah, there is something about those shows that they do totally get you into that Christmas spirit or holiday spirit. You know which one I cannot stand, though? It just popped into my mind. (laughs) Frosty. That little girl is like Carrie. Oh, my God. I love Frosty the Snowman. (laughs) I like the magician the best. I think he's hilarious. Silly, silly, silly. And then then when they ask for those train tickets... And then, like the train conductor goes to give him the ticket, and it's like, don't ticket, ticket, pow, ticket, pow. Remember those funny <laughs> sounds it makes? I had that on the answering machine for a while. Oh my goodness, I have not seen that in a very long time because I hate it so much. Oh, that so is I don't, hilarious. I don't remember that, but I do like that magician. I remember with the mustache. Yes. I think yes. that little Karen was the name of the, the little girl. Karen, of course, her name. She grew up to in be the a 70s, Karen. Yeah, yeah, that. she did. <laughs> That is so frosty. Oh, God. <laughs> That'll be enough out of you. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, so what do you think? Would you say your holidays now, are they more like like Little House on the Prairie, or do they tend to be more like the Griswolds family Christmas? <laughs> oh. Well, I think we're probably more like the Ingalls, because we celebrate now, like, if we're going to we give each other gifts of doing things together for Christmas. Yeah. Like we go to like Christmas concerts or we go out to dinner. And so even though, you know, the, the Ingalls wouldn't have gone to eat fancy seafood. <laughs> to go see Nirvana. Yes. <laughs> Except Pa. Yeah, back pa in time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we, we like to plan things that we can do together. And so there's not a lot of gifts. I mean, I, I give my kids stocking stuffers and money. Yeah. And that's, that's what they get. And then, that's that's it. And then well, I don't exchange with my family or Chris or anything. I know what what Fran's getting this year. She's getting a necklace, a homemade necklace. Oh, she is. is that what you're making her? You were inspired after Carrie's necklace. Yes, I've got some. I've got a box of macaroni and cheese. I'm gonna bust open and make a little elbow macaroni. I made an elbow macaroni wreath when I was little. You know how you put it on the cardboard like at school, and oh, then yeah. you. We put glue and glitter all over that shit. We probably inhaled so much glitter. It's probably still sitting in our lungs from back then. That'd be but, nice, though, because then you could poop out of a glitter poop. Oh, yes. It's oh, the, glitter, yeah. the hot tub time machine glitter poop from 1976. Carrie's glitter poop. Oh, God. Oh, Can you God. imagine if Carrie had a glitter poop, like what people would think? She's possessed by the devil. Somebody call Reverend Alden. Oh, they ship her off to Salem. <laughs> they do. <laughs> oh, I we need to not wish such terrible things upon that child. Oh. It is the holiday season after all. Uh, so what about you? Are you more like the Griswolds or the Ingalls? Believe it or not, we're more like the Ingalls, too. Yeah. I mean, we really, you know... Christmas, even though for us it's really more about family than anything else, mm-hmm. um, we just, you know, it's such a time of tradition for us. Like the tree, I can't tell you how much I love that tree. Like I get so depressed when we take it down. The lights and everything just makes me so happy. It's beautiful. And we're all, you know, my kids are very much into the things that we do every year. And so I just, I love it. I'm very sentimental and sappy when it comes mm-hmm. to Christmas and I feel very 
like Christmas was always one of those holidays with the kids when the kids were young. It's like, I don't care about like going somewhere else for Thanksgiving or other holidays, but Christmas is always home. Christmas is always for the kids here and the the same routines. And Mm -hmm. we still do the same routines and we still will no matter how old the kids get. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 We did as the kids were growing up and then after we got divorced, then of course things all changed. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's going to be weird because as much as I hate making Christmas treats, like we talked about, like (laughs) the kids aren't coming over to make Christmas treats, like, which they have like every year since they moved out. And so I don't know. A little weird. Mixed feelings. I know it's, it's a weird holiday, but Mm -hmm. we'll get through it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get through it. Well, Moving on to what's happening with you over there in your ho 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 house. My ho ho house with the fungus among us. The fungus yes. not among us. <clears throat> well, not I'm happy yet. to No, I'm happy to report that the core man is doing much better. He's still in his quarantine like a good boy. Mm. Um, so he won't be back until next week. But he is starting to feel like his old self again and, you know, getting his taste and smell back, <laughs> which could yeah. be good or bad. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's that's all good. And, you know, the kids and I have just been – I've been especially enjoying having the Vivi girl around doing all this cooking and baking. Like, seriously, she the girls – Yeah, she, she's, she does it? Okay, cool. Yeah, she's made dinner a few times. She made this amazing not chicken pot pie because mm. she used uh, – I can never remember what it's called. I want to call it Satan. <laughs> Satane, oh. satine, 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 I don't know. It's like tofu, okay. but okay. it's not. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so it's Satan. So she made a Satan pot pie. Nice. <laughs> and it is so absolutely delicious. Like, I don't even miss the chicken. Aww. And um, yeah, and then I told you how I feel about baking. And then last night I come down, and there she is in the kitchen whipping up a batch of snickerdoodles. Nice. And we made some blue uh, Hanukkah ones for our neighbors across the street. Oh, how so, cool. Yeah. So, you know, I've been, I'm living large with the Viv around and probably living too large. <laughs> 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 Once she goes back home, it's going to be like, all right, time to get, yeah. you know. Time to get real. I did have snickerdoodles at your house last holiday season, and they were very good. And you had some that they came straight out of the freezer because you were freezing them. So maybe it was January that I had some. That's and the they trick, were man. Because snickerdoodles really are the best the day of or maybe the day after. And then, you know, they start to – they're one of those cookies that – well, like most fresh cookies, they're just not as good, like, you know, a few days yeah. later. So I just – they – defrost so quickly cookies do Mm -hmm. so i always we always just a lot a few at a time for us all to eat but the rest of them always go in the freezer and then we just take them out a little bit at a time and then they last and always stay fresh very good i love it i love it so that's my exciting poop over here what about you well okay so i've been um in my morning meditations like the past couple weeks i've been talking about, you know, being open to synchronicities. And I, I always am, but I was like asking for them, Mm. you know? And so it was interesting because four things happened. And for one, I did, uh, I I did two creative morning classes, the cave one, you know, Mm -hmm. and that was, 
Yeah, that was all about, you know, getting focused and developing good work habits. Right. And then there was one um, about uh, the subconscious and using your subconscious to change your habits and work in business. Hmm. And then the new Jen Sincero book came out last week, and it's about changing habits. Oh. And then um, I, I am taking this Udemy class for about of neuro linguistics programming NLP. It's been around for a couple, well, a couple of decades, but it's 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 about changing habits. It's about like uh, they used it a lot in therapy, like in the eighties. Sure. And, and so it's just uh, being able to you know identify that you know you see through your filter and, and you make the judgment about anything, and it just depends on. Um, what filter you're looking through. There's no real truth out there. It's all about right. beliefs and like how to um, find models of habits and um, behavior that you want for yourself and how to reprogram yourself, your brain, so that you can kind of be more like that model. So I know. And, and I was telling Chris about this. He goes, well, what habits are you talking about? And I'm like, well, I, I did pick out one habit that I'm changing. And I'm mm. uh, in the book. It's a 21 day thing. And and it's not even a big deal habit. Um, it's that I I'm going to drink a minimum of 72 ounces of water a day, which I don't now. Yeah. I drink like half of that. And so I've been um, this is my third day. And so. I'm telling you, I'm not constipated anymore. <laughs> and I but this feel is your poop. so good. Yeah, oh. it is my poop. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just, it, it's it's good. And I know water's good for your skin. It's good for everything. Yeah, and yeah. So, and so I could tell myself every day. But now it's like in the forefront of my mind that this is how much water I'm going to drink every day for 21 days so that it becomes a habit. And then mm. it's just the habit. But in general, it's just... Not that I want to get rid of any habits or do any big sweeping changes, but mm -hmm. I think all of these things are good things just to keep in mind um, as you're living your life and as you're creating goals for yourself and as you're wanting to work on self-improvement um, personally or in your business, then all of these things that I'm doing are all like linked and they all yes. came within a few days of each other. And so I just feel really attuned right now. Um, to what's happening in my personal life and how I'm moving forward in my business life. Oh my God, I just love that. That is so mm. exciting. And I don't think it's any um, coincidence that it's kind of at the end of the year, like you're looking into the next new year. And it's, mm -hmm. I think it's obviously, it's a very obvious time where we all kind of reflect yeah. and then look forward as to, okay, you know, what habits do we want to maybe leave behind or tweak a little bit or get mm -hmm. better at and bring into this new year. Right. So yeah, that's really definitely. cool. Yeah. 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 So anyway, that's, that's my poop. I just have been feeling very positive over the past week and uh, really um oh yeah what's the word feel um empower I feel empowered yes yes that's what that's I feel great that's so great and it's just something that you're not like counting on anybody else or anything else to empower you you are mm -hmm. searching that out yourself yeah and creating right. that for yourself which makes it even more empowering so that mm -hmm. is just the coolest thing ever I love yeah. hearing that yeah, Yay. so it's a good week, definitely. 
But uh, anyway, so yeah, so that's that's all I have. And I don't know, we do we know what we're talking about next week? Sort of we kinda? do. We do. We do. So, of course, we're going to be recording on uh, Christmas week. So we want to talk about Christmas stuff, but we don't want to, you know, this isn't just Christmas. I mean, obviously, it's the holidays and we celebrate everything with everybody. We don't care what you celebrate. But I don't we think thought- we're recording on Christmas week. We're recording a week from today, which is Ben's birthday, the 17th. But it'll come out on Christmas. It'll come out on. Yeah, no? it'll come out Christmas week, won't it? Am I a week ahead? It'll come out the Monday before Christmas, I think. Because Christmas <laughs> is on a Thursday. <laughs> Christmas Eve. Yeah. I thought I was looking at the calendar. Because next Thursday's Ben's birthday and it's the 17th. Oh, yeah, you're right. Next week's the 17th. So we'll be, but this is perfect because it'll come out on Christmas week. Right. Yeah. So it's actually perfect. So I actually did know what I was talking about. You did. Absolutely. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> yeah. So we thought it would be fun to just kind of talk about, you know, I actually made a post on my Badass Planners group about our favorite gifts we got as a kid. Like, what was your favorite holiday gift that you received? And um, we were talking about, or actually your favorite toy that you had as a kid. And so then Angie and I were talking about our favorite, like, gifts we would get at holiday time, mm-hmm. Christmas time. So we thought it'd be kind of fun to talk about that. And then how that kind of transfers into how we like to receive gifts now or what we do with gifts now. And are we the same as we were when we were kids with the whole gift thing, giving or receiving? I don't know. Like, what do we still like to get or yeah. those kinds of things? It'd be kind of fun to look at. Yeah. And the shit that we never got. That we always <laughs> yeah, wanted so we can to still get. whine and complain about things we didn't get back when we were little. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so we're very much looking forward to talking about that. <laughs> it's going to be totally I know. fun. So fun. So fun. Yeah. Well, gosh, we were just so glad that you joined us and uh, came with us on the hot tub time machine down back to Walnut Grove. <laughs> right? I Walnut always call Pie. it Walnut Creek, but that's a suburb in the East Bay in California. It's. I had a friend that lived in Walnut Creek, and so I I get that mixed up with Walnut Grove. And but it is not, Plum Creek too, isn't it? But Plum, yes. Walnut Creek is the town where the school and everything is, but they live in Plum Creek, which is <laughs> which is why they have to walk to get to yes. So we went Walnuts, to Plum Creek. Plums, creeks, towns, groves, whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever. But yeah, go back and 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 watch that episode of Little House if you want to share a special Christmas memory or just you know have a aw moment. Then an uh, aw moment. Mm. Yeah, it was it fun. Was, it was very fun. So we're here every Monday, just like today or whenever you're listening <laughs> to it or whatever. It's every Monday on feminineheijinkspodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also on Facebook and Instagram. And you can find us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash podcast, And you can Yay. support us for as little as $3 a month. Yay. Yay. All right, everybody. Well, you guys stay healthy, stay badass. We are looking forward to coming at you next week. Love another indoor sports. XOXO. Bye. Bye.